but there are a number of states that are operating now electronically for the most part throughout their closing or drive-through closings. This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuned into episode 118 of The Real Word. Word is up. See how I really emphasized your name there? I thought last last episode I skipped through your name quickly. I wanted to make sure people knew who you were, Nicole. After 118 episodes, I figured they did. Ooh, I did a podcast with Jason Ferris yesterday, and it was the second time he was on my podcast, the Byron Lazine podcast, of course, and he said... <laughs> He said, he said, I'm trying to just work my way into the real word, the other podcast, the real podcast. I said, oh, Nicole, she'll definitely let you on that podcast. She's been sick of me after like episode 20. So I, I don't see any problem with, with letting Jason be our fifth guest on here coming up in May. Do you? Yeah, sure. If he wants to be on the podcast. So what now, like we're doing like, a, is it like monthly? Like there's a, like a like a guest each month Yeah, now? we can start bringing in more guests, you know? Huh, so you give are, you, so it sounds like you're sick of me. Give you, give you less time to talk, you know? Awesome. <laughs> All right. I think this show is over. No. Well, we're, I do appreciate you emphasizing my name. Thank you. You appreciate what? Emphasizing Well, the that's name? how yeah. this all started was because yeah. you wanted to make sure you emphasize my name. And then after emphasizing my name, you decided maybe we got to push Nicole out of the real word. No, 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 I mean, no. I'm this still is, processing that, that all, everything you've just said. You're usually looking for guests. You want guests. You, you want, I'm telling you, I think you're sick of, maybe you and Jason should do a real word. I should be out. Maybe episode 120 would just be you and Jason Ferris. He wants on bad. He wants on very badly. Really bad? Really bad. Why? I don't know. Hmm. He's got a lot to say. We've got a lot to say today. Oh, you know what we could do with him? What's that? Or he could do to us. Have you seen those TikTok videos where like the kids- Sure I have. The kids are, I'm sure you have too. The kids are like sitting there and like the parent is behind, like they start asking all the questions and then like the parent like says like, which kid spends the most money? Oh, like, yes, which, yes. We should have Jason like be the pointer- because we would never know what he's pointing at because, it, again, we're all like he's in California. We're all like we're all just squares. We're all just part of the Brady Bunch here on screen. He can just like maybe that would be that something. would be pretty cool because he yeah. knows us both pretty well. Jason, yeah. of course, is our team coach. And so, yeah, that, w- that would be pretty fun. That would be good TikTok mm. content. I only have out of my 30 or so TikTok videos, I only have one that even did something did anything. I almost put a TikTok video nothing. up last night, but then luckily what happened? Well, luckily, my husband's like, you've been drinking wine, so maybe you should think about it sober in the morning, and if you still think it's a good idea, you can do it. You could so. have done one of those TikTok videos I see where, where they're drinking the wine, and they say I might have a, a problem, maybe a maybe a big problem, maybe a little problem. No, no I was- You haven't seen those? My, so my husband has been <laughs> um, privately recording me dance. Like, I dance sometimes, like, when I- Ooh. And he has, he slowly, like, if he's mad at me, like, will send the videos. So I was like, oh, well, this will be fun like I could put it into like the like Nicole's quarantine dance so, like, Brian I, White send those to me I need <laughs> I need some blackmail material over here oh, right, anyway let's get we, into it we got we some racket woke up to big news in the real estate world big Realogy news. their 400 million dollar Cardis deal is falling apart Realogy is suing Madison Dearborn partners and Serva worldwide to enforce the terms of the previously announced deal to sell Cardis Relocation Services Branch. You know what's interesting, Nicole? What is? 
I, as soon as you sent me this article this morning. Yep. And I went over, right when the market opened, I went over and took a look at the Realogy stock just to see how investors were responding to this news. And right Mm -hmm. now we're sitting here at 1030 Tuesday morning as this news broke today, East Coast time. Well, East Coast kind of runs the time, you know, if you you notice the stock market opens. I don't watch the stock market. Here on the East Coast and... You know, it's like 6 a.m. on the West Coast when it opens. So everybody revolves around here, the East Coast. Sorry, West Coasters. I love you guys. But Realogy was up almost 20%. Right now, I'm watching them right now. They're up 19% since this news broke today about their lawsuit uh, to try to hold their deal together. Basically, here's what happened. Do you think it's because of the lawsuit? I certainly do. I mean, investors, I mean, Realogy stock hasn't, performed well mm-hmm. since um you know all of this kind of happened and stocks took a hit in say mid-march they haven't really recovered you have seen other companies stocks rebound significantly where realogy has not right mm-hmm. realogy at one point they went all the way down to two dollars and 29 cents did you snag any no i was too scared i'm like you know what Realogy, there's they're I don't hmm. know. I At was scared. $2. They have a lot of debt. They have lots of debt. Well, now they're that, up and over that was 20% the main reason today. for them selling um, off Cardis was to get rid of some of their debt, put it back into their business. Yeah, that's correct. It was going to bring them $400 million in this deal. I believe $375 million was cash up front. So yep. a quick cash infusion, which is why they want to hold this closing together. And then $25 million was in deferred payments. Realogy strongly believes you know some people i say realogy some people say rheology i've never heard of rheology yeah i don't i I worked for rheology Rheology. and no one ever said rheology rheology i think Mm. it's rheology Mm -hmm. strongly believes that all conditions to closing of the transaction have been and continue to be satisfied and that mdp which is madison dearborn uh partners and Serva have made false claims in an attempt to avoid their obligations under the purchase agreement in light of broad-based economic uncertainties due to the global COVID-19 pandemic, uh, the company said in a statement. So Realogy is basically stating that the sale is not happening because they're blaming the pandemic. They're using that as an excuse not to follow through on this deal, Realogy said they have satisfied all of the closing conditions. Well, and it just happened. Like they're supposed to get all their all their financials over on the twenty fourth, and then there was just a close like tomorrow. And Servo allegedly told Realogy that it believes not all closing conditions have been satisfied or will be satisfied. So they're predicting that mm-hmm. these conditions won't even be satisfied by the April thirty termination date set under the purchase agreement. So we're not even at April 30 yet, but Serva wants out of this deal and is saying that they're going to have the right to get out of this deal. Don't know what will happen. Obviously, this will go through the court systems, which that could... This deal could be delayed for quite some time, right? Quite some time, yeah. Quite some time with... uh, I don't know how quickly they'll get that. Courts are open? Are they open? Are they... I don't know if they're open for this Realogy Serva dispute, Hmm. but obviously this will go to court. But it's interesting. I don't know the answer to this. I would be guessing if I threw anything out there. But it is very interesting that the stock is taking off today. I'm going to hit refresh again. They're over 20% now, Nicole. 21%. $4.42. It's probably because you're talking about it. 
Must be. Nobody's listening. Nobody's watching live. us yet. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you could have picked up Realogy stock at $2.29 just less than 30 days ago. And today they're sitting at four forty-two, a 21% jump since this news hit. Don't know what that means, but if you did buy in in the twos, I have no you, idea what it means. Yeah, you you're, you just did a double up. That's what it means if you bought in at the two dollar mark, two dollar twenty nine mark, and, and you're doing the macarena right now. If you if you bought into Realogy, is that what you do when you celebrate? I do the macarena. That's do right. You know what that, that could is? be a TikTok video. Do the you macarena. Know? Yeah. <laughs> right. You do. Look at this. Look wow. At this. I got it. Hips. I'm and then impressed. You, and then you do the little. Oh, Lord. <laughs> little Macarena for you here on The Real World. All right. That's racket number one. We'll follow that story. Don't know what it means, just being honest. Don't know what it means. Don't no, know what well, it No, we don't know, even off. know if it means that maybe their financials weren't good and Serva didn't want to follow through. I mean. Right. Why did Serva back out? Did they see something in this deal that didn't look appealing anymore? That's what I'm assuming. Or but, it could just be like most buyers and sellers these days are just getting cold, flipping feet. Yeah. But I mean, I think as we're learning, as we get sort of further through this pandemic to make any crazy decisions like this quickly in this time is never a good idea. Um, I feel like the amount of people that made crazy rash choices at the beginning are now sort of regretting them at the end. So cash is king right now. They probably want that 375 Maybe. in their pocket and their bank account. Maybe. Right. Racket number two. This is another Inman article. Of course, if you're listening or watching, go check the show notes, go check the uh, notes in YouTube and you'll get these links. Another Inman article, three ways COVID-19 may benefit home buyers in 2020. Even chaotic times can bring some positive lessons learned to learn from. So mm -hmm. here's how this pandemic might change real estate industry and how home buyers will be the ones benefiting from this situation. Number one, Less inexperienced realtors in the marketplace. Nicole, do you agree that this situation we're going through yep. is going to wash out some agents? Of course. I mean, it's it's very similar to like the last time we had the real estate crisis. I mean, the amount of agents that f had to flee because they needed they need they needed a they needed a, a job. Because they didn't have one. They didn't like set up anything um, in order to they sustain. They need consistent income. Right. Yeah. So I do agree with this. Um, again, I hate the word inexperienced. I feel like all of this is hitting even the experienced agents really hard. So. I, I agree with that. I think that there's going to be a number of experienced agents that decide, hey, I was thinking about maybe yeah. retiring in a year or two years. And now just seems like the right time. I don't want to restart my business. Right. So I don't think it'll be just inexperienced. No, agents. and I would hate for anybody to feel like some of those, you know, agents that maybe at one time were experienced and still are experienced, or to make people feel like the experienced agents that did leave were inexperienced, because that's definitely not the truth. I do think that this is, I mean, it's going to take a toll on even, again, I mean, we've been talking about businesses and restaurants. I mean, even the successful restaurants, many will not survive. So I hate to use the word inexperienced in this, but I do think that it will certainly clear out the pool. I think it'll actually clear out the people that maybe were thinking that they were going to get into it or have maybe started taking some some classes and and then, you know, said, no way, I, this is well, a little scary. Yeah. Um, but I do think that there'll be certainly a clearing out of, of agents. For Here's sure. where I'm calling racket on this. And I, I think where they were going, this article was an opinion piece, obviously, by yeah. Andrew Fortune. And 
you know, here's where I'll disagree a little bit and call racket is that there's going to be a number of agents wiped out. Some I believe will be experienced, some will be inexperienced, Mm -hmm. but it's also going to be the agents, you know, that have one set up a legitimate business. They're running as a business. They're a team. They have employees and and they're super professionals in their market. Those ones are going to stick around. They're actually, you know, going to get more market share through this. But you're also going to see a number of agents that are already part time agents that have another source of income, whether that's a spouse or whether that's a retirement from a previous industry. Those agents that aren't knee deep in the game day after day that aren't, aren't out there grinding, the ones that are just, you know those agents, those part-timers in your marketplace that just take those deals that come to them in their neighborhood, those agents are still going to be around. A lot of them are stick going to stick around through this because they have another source of income. They can pay their dues. They can pay everything. They're still going to be around. And when you have a lot of buyers, buyer demand, and you have all these options for agents, sometimes buyers just say, you know what, I'm going to go with the first person I meet. Oftentimes they do. They just go with that first person they meet. So if they end up going with a part-timer, are they getting all of the experience that you need right now in the way this industry is changing very quickly? Or are you going to get somebody who's just been doing part-time deals year after year? I would encourage buyers to really use all of the information that's out there to dig into it and do their research before they just end up with an agent who's lackadaisical about the business that does deals once in a while, right? You don't want to get surgery from somebody who's done it maybe four times in the last year. You want to get surgery from somebody who's doing it every single week, the same surgery day after day after day, right? That's the kind of surgeon you want to work with. And when you're selecting the biggest investment of your lifetime, most likely, you want to be with somebody who's negotiating right now in this market day after day. Well, I think another important thing to sort of speak on top of that, though, too, is, you know, the market, at least where we are, is moving really quickly. So if you are using an agent that this is sort of their part-time job and they're home with their kids trying to be a teacher, this is now probably their ninth part-time job. So will they really be working the quickest for you and in your best interest? Because, again, if you have a list of eight things and, and, and again, on top of that, you're being a teacher, I mean, well, is it's, it? it's hard to be an expert in your field to your point, if you're trying to be an expert in eight different things. Right, right. right. Well, I'm definitely not trying to be an expert in teaching, but it (laughs) is certainly something that I'm required to do, but I'm not also having three other jobs. And I'm not putting parenting into that group. I'm I'm talking about the agents. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying right now, I'm talking about the current situation that we are in. It is another thing that is pulling us, you know, a little bit away from our, our businesses. So to have that be pulling away, but you also have, like you were saying, some of these have other incomes or other jobs, you know, to have all of that on top of the additional things that were sort of thrown at us. I mean, time gets tight. And, and right now, like you need to be, you need to react quickly you do. Um, in this market or you miss out. All right. Number two reason why buyers may benefit this year is the increases in home prices may slow down. Case Schiller reported that before the virus came, before the shutdown, that annual home prices were up 4.2%, that home values were gaining serious strength before this shutdown. One of the benefits for buyers that we're planning on buying this year regardless is that you may see those home value increases slow down. I agree with this, right? I don't think, going back to the stat we've mentioned on the show numerous of times, 
I do not believe you're going to see home values tank. One out of two homeowners in this country either own their home outright or have over 50% equity. You're not going to see home values tank, but you will see this, this rise in home values slow down or stay flat. That's what a lot of economists are predicting. Agree? A little bit, but little I, bit. I think I think the bottom line too becomes supply and demand too. I mean, the supply right now is so little, where um, I do which think actually that, drives prices up. Yeah, you're right. right. So I, again, maybe they're not going through the roof. I think I think buyers are still very conscientious about prices, but I do think that if something does come on, um, that you know there isn't any other um, competition on. Can you get a little bit more for it? I I think you can, but obviously that's very sort of. Andrew, who wrote wrote this article, specific. his market they had in Colorado Springs, they had eight straight years of price increases. So it is natural to uh, think that home values will slow and and not go up as fast as they were going. That that would be a benefit, obviously, to somebody that's looking to buy yeah. this year. All right, right, number three reason buyers may benefit in twenty twenty from the shutdown is the listing and closing processes are being refined. So closings have become a little bit more 2020, if you will, right? Imagine are, that. Imagine that. People are uh, using digital uh, ways to record, depending on everything's different, state to state, town to town, get right. that. But there are a number of states that are operating now electronically for the most part throughout their closing or drive through yes. closings. Yes. You know, it's like almost like a drug deal. You see some, see some of these closings on Instagram. A drug deal. Yeah, they're pulling up. I don't know if you've ever been involved in a drug deal. I've never been or involved in a drug deal. Ever seen one happen? Uh, you know, people can pull up in a empty parking lot. But, it, but it, drug deals are illegal. These are these are drug 100%, deals. These are legal deals. This is a one hundred percent legal these drug deal. These are real estate deals. Maybe they're swapping some Tylenol. Just taking place, very much like a drug deal. Empty parking lot, cars pulling up, <laughs> and, and masks, off masks documents. on. Masks, it's more not, like a, yeah. it's more like a like a like a stand like what is it? Not a stand up. What is it called? A you know a stick up. So I don't know if that is uh, the example they were going for, but certainly the technology. Uh, is being used more uh, extensively right. by Well, what's nice again, online notarizations, usually you'd had to have, you know, someone sitting there with you so you don't have to have now a witness. Um, I, again, I think it's obviously a lot more fluid for agents too. Um, I mean, we've had to be removed from the closing, which again, I mean, I do like being there at the end because it's sort of the end, but it's certainly taken all of the bodies and people sitting near each other and Sometimes it's uncomfortable, um, but again, it's it's super, again, in my mind, fluid and, and clean and clear. Um, and it, I think what is nice, though, too, is that, well, I mean, they're still obviously 100% able to, in our state, be in touch with their attorneys. It's just yeah. all through Zoom um, or, well, you know, they're sending over the documents. So I hope that we don't convert 100% back to where we were. No, I actually look forward to a day where the closing is entirely on something like Zoom. I believe that all closings should be done virtually, even when this goes back to some sort of normalcy, right? Mm -hmm. Here's why. Attorneys right now have been squeezed over the last five years in terms of the income that they're making off of real estate transactions. If you think about an attorney who focuses just on real estate transactions, like, like one here in Connecticut, for example, they are going from the closing, whether it's at their office or somebody else's office, back into their car, to the town hall, 
They're spending the majority of the day bouncing around from closing to closing to town Checks hall to town to hall. Having to go to banks. Checks to banks. They're yeah. just driving around. If they took all that time driving, they were just in the office and they were doing these over Zoom. Or they could, if they have to go from New Haven to Hartford for a closing. Yeah. yeah, there's tons of driving. They could do a lot more closings just being in their office. And here's the other benefit because you got you can't think about the attorney. You got to think about the consumer. The consumer, if they're sitting behind their screen and they can log into the closing, say, an hour before it takes place, and they can start pre-reading documents. Right now, a lot of times in closings, buyers will show up to the closing, they sit down next to their attorney, and their attorney is rushing through the paperwork because they have another closing that they have to drive to, right? So they're rushing through. Or the other attorney is about to come to like finish the closing, and they got to get this part done before the other attorney arrives. Sign here, sign here, sign here, sign here, sign here. That's all you're doing. You're signing hundreds of pages with the attorney and you're trusting your well, attorney. Well, and as a buyer, you're just so excited to sign all the paperwork because it means it's like you're one page closer to getting your key. I've never seen a closing where the buyer or seller have time to actually read 300 documents. But now if you can log in ahead of time, you can start reviewing these topics. Maybe in the notes section off to the side, you can start writing your questions for the attorney. Now the attorney comes into the closing, you address those questions, and you're still able to go through your screen and sign where appropriate. Clicking, clicking, sign, 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 right? You can have a video chat, you can still see the person. I think closings have a long way to go. We've certainly made do with what we're working with now in the short term, but there's still a long way to go for improvement in closings. For sure. All right, Marketeer of the Week. First time he's been a Marketeer. Really? He, absolutely. I was talking to him on the phone the other day. Stop it. Yep. I'm that sorry. doesn't seem right. It is. I was talking to him on the phone. You know what we did? We mentioned RETV. Or mentioned it. They got the, the Marketeer, and he is, huh. you know, him and Colin are, That's are very doing a great job. I would have thought for sure he would have won before. We've never focused solely on Tim Macy, San Antonio EXP agent. And Tim wow. really took the cake this week. This was an incredible marketeer right out of the John Krasinski Well, he just playbook. He ripped it right off. What do you always say? R&D. Yes. Rip off and duplicate. Yes. And I mean, John Krasinski, don't know who he is, apparently very well-known news anchor, news guy. No, no, no he's not TV at host, all. No, show he, host. He's sort of like a, I believe he's more of like a comedian. He's comedian? like, in the, isn't he in the office? No, he's in the office. He's yeah. in the show. Okay. But like he just started running this, um, like this good news broadcast out of his house. Like some good news. Yes. He just SGM. like hung this handwritten thing up and just really wanted to promote good news. I don't even think he has that many episodes. I think maybe he's done four. Um, but he's done some wonderful things and has brought like the original cast of Hamilton back on a Zoom call and, and surprised a kid. Um, I think he announced too that AT&T was giving like three months off to like nurses for their self. So like he's so promoting I mean, good news in a time where we need it. Where we need it. Yes. Stay so is he funny? Yes. Is he delivering information that nobody else is? Yes. So, I mean, I think Tim even used his same exact logo in same his video. Same sign, same I SGN mean, sign, and he slapped San Antonio underneath. SGN, some good news, San Antonio. So Tim kept it's everything sort of like the local real, like the, oh, it's like the, like the real, like the real world, San Antonio. Yeah, just drop, drop the L. Um, so Tim put this up on YouTube and Facebook, and I and I did talk to Tim, and I said, hey, you got a lot of views on YouTube. Did you? Did you uh, run any pre-roll ads? Did you just let that thing fly organically? Over 2,800 views organically. 
Tim said, this is the first video I've ever done on YouTube where I believe I actually played to the current algorithm. SGN, John's SGN was trending. Right. And so what ended up happening at Tim's video is it ended up getting into the playlist without him even realizing it, right? People searching SGN, he's now being added to different YouTube playlists. He starts trending a little bit. Certainly if you're in San Antonio, uh, the algorithm might feed you that video. And he got over 2,800 organic YouTube views. That doesn't even count all the Facebook views that he got. I found his maybe because I'm interested in real estate and, and I found his way more interesting than the John. Well, it was quicker. Krasinski his was only, his was video. only about five minutes long. Yep. His imagery was obviously a little bit more high tech. I think that did a know, green screen. Yes. I mean, I think that, um, and yeah, I mean, obviously it's helpful when it's a little bit more like hyper local. I'm sure it trended more in San Antonio because it had, you know, people in San Antonio were very much interested in, in sort of what was happening there. I mean, I he like, did a, he I did like a good both job. of them. No, I, I agree. I thought, I thought it was slick. I thought it was slick. I, right. At first, I was like, stop it. But then... It was very good. I mean, And so we'll let worked. you guys get a little sneak peek of that video right now. There is a link if you want to watch the entire... It's only five minutes. Uh, job well done. If you're an agent, I would R&D this. Tim R&D'd it from John. R&D it from Tim. Yeah, and I mean, do it in your market. why not? Absolutely. Right? All right. Keep it real and check out the video now.